What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Laura, what do you got? So I'm not a huge Broadway person just because I grew up in New York, right? Whatever. But when In the Heights came out, I was like, I'm going just to watch that musical. It was a musical I was wanting to watch. I wanted to be and experience it because I heard great things about it. And I never got to see it. I know I came to L.A. I didn't get tickets for it. But now there's a movie about it, and it's out on HBO Max. And I watched a little bit of it last night just because I didn't have enough time to watch the entire thing. And I am hooked. Like, I can't wait to watch the rest of this. It's so amazing. I don't know if any of you guys had the time to see it. But if you guys haven't, I'm so hooked. I I just didn't have the time because I had to be up for a training session. But I love it. I'm I'm so obsessed with it. I miss New York so much. So I just wanted to let you guys know. And if you can't see it on HBO Max because you guys don't have it, don't worry. You guys can go to theaters because it's also there. Let me tell you something. There is one thing I'm going to do as soon as we put these microphones down this Friday evening, and it's go see that film. It is a very large deal in my household, Mm -hmm. um, and that's that. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm excited. I'm not alone because I felt so nerdy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, are you kidding me? I'm not even the hugest Lin-Man fan, but this story, that whole setup, like, yeah, I'm here for it, 100%. I watched it last night. It was incredible. Really, really good movie and or film or play, whatever you want to call it. It was very, very well done. Low-key, I'm a huge musicals guy, in case you didn't know that. Me too. Yeah. Me three. Not afraid to admit it. Uh, I'm not like a huge musicals guy, but I I am not anti-musicals, you know? Okay. I just got to say that, uh, Laura, you've you've alerted me to a, a play and a movie I don't know. So now you've got me somewhat interested. Oh no, you got you. You know what, Cap? Yeah, this is me. your this homework. This was completely off your radar, Cap. Like yeah, honestly, it yeah. it's all <sighs> over Twitter, bro. <laughs> but okay, um, yeah. This is your homework for the weekend. Mm-hmm. I will ask on Monday. Okay. If you watch, <laughs> he's not going to do yeah, it. I probably he's won't not do, it. do it. I probably won't. Mm-hmm. Probably won't do it. I got a lot going on this weekend. He didn't watch Hamilton. He didn't watch any of the Marvel movies, like you said. No, he no. I watched. I watched Captain America. I mean, you watched one. Yeah, but I. But listen, let me explain something to you guys. You're talking about like massive time commitments here, you know? Two um, hours, man. Two hours. I know that's a lot. I mean, today's Listen, get on the Peloton train does not just slow down for anybody. All right, get it together. <laughs> well, listen, uh, I'm curious, and if I find some time, maybe this will move to the top of my list of things I need to catch up on. Yeah, he ain't doing it. Okay. <laughs> What's happening? Two hours and twenty-three minutes. Like, what's happening? What are you doing in your downtime? There's no NFL this weekend. You're not watching the Euros. I know that. What do you got going on? What do I have going on? I got, you know, listen, I'll, I'm glad you asked. Shout out to all the moms and dads out there and all the kids that are graduating from high school right now. Um, what a yeah. crazy year for dads kids that are graduating. So, yeah, so I got a lot of graduation. That's where I'm at in life, Clinton. I know you okay. got no kids. George got little No, kids. that's fair. My kid I'm brother's a- graduating from high school. I was asking legitimately. You know, yeah. that's completely fair. Yeah. Graduation, important celebration in life, moving from one phase to the next. I respect that for sure, yeah. bro. Yeah, I got a lot of graduations to hit up this weekend. So, yeah. All right, listen, Laura, I'm not opposed to it. I, I like musicals, okay? It's so I just, good. I just don't know. The, there's the play in the Heights. Don't know it. Take uh, Rachel. I, I would. I, 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 um, I just, you know. I, I tried to create a um, – I'll just I, – I didn't know that the movie was coming out until this week. Totally I tried fair. to see if we could do a promotion uh, 
to send listeners to watch the movie somewhere. So uh, but I was told because of legalities that it would take a few weeks to plan. Perhaps maybe it's still something that we can do. If Tommy, if you're listening, I'd like to do that. Uh, I know that you do the Mason movie things, but I, you know I don't want to do them regularly. I'm not trying to be Steve Mason, but I think this specific movie mm-hmm. because. Uh, we don't have a lot of Latino movies yes. uh, with mm-hmm. actual Latinos in them yes. uh, about Latinos. I feel yes. like it's important for anyone who's Latino, whether you're Mexican, uh, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Cuban, Honduran, El Salvadorian, Guatemalan. Uh, I feel like we should all support these films mm-hmm. because that will show Hollywood that there is a marketplace for these kind of films. Agreed. 100% agreed. So, Tommy, if you're listening, I will help um, – Make that happen if you uh, if you want to do that, and if not, Greg. He has allies so. in your boy too. So yeah, how about there, you go. Yeah. there you go. Can I have and the story? Can I? Yeah. Can somebody just tell me the story? Because I you I'll, could just I'll, watch the movie too. How I about could. Yeah, you could just yeah, do that. Could. Right, exactly. Yeah, how about you know what? Here, here's here's something for you. Uh, you know, in honor of LZ who's not here, how about you Google? Well, I am googling. <laughs> I am googling it right now, but I'm looking for somebody to sell it to me. Like, hey, listen, I just sold it to you. We just all three of us are about it, including Greg. Nobody sold it to me. Greg, Greg is the only one that actually told me. You know what? I saw it. I loved it. I saw it, it too. I saw half of it. Well, you wow. right. You only saw a piece of it because you know it was two hours and twenty three minutes. Yeah, but I had. I, I was start. See, Greg. Greg is and I it were also on HBO this. Max? It is. Okay. Here's the sell. Yeah. Ask the people graduating if they want to watch it, and they'll probably say yes. Mm. Okay, then maybe we'll do a little post graduation celebration movie exactly. watching. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Get Rachel. Sit down. Take a cup. Have a night in. Watch a movie and watch this movie. It was maybe very, I should very watch, good. Maybe I should watch this movie rather than watching YouTubers fight TikTokers. Yes, 100. percent Perhaps. perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Better use of time, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can help the cause, man. Yeah, I would love to help out, the man. cause. I'm all about helping the cause. There, there you, you go. go. And you're watching the movie this weekend. All yeah. causes. I'm, th- I'm, I'm there to help all causes. You got a there cause, you. I'm here to help. All right. And th- that's good. That's what we like to hear. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right. Let's finish this AD conversation so we can flip over back because uh, I do want to get to this college football discussion. But so, Cap, I, I don't remember where you were on AD. We were discussing it. Oh, here's so, uh, so, oh, okay. So, go ahead. I know so here, where I was, but go so ahead. You, you so, go. here's where I'm at. You ready? Listen. Yeah. This past year, AD was hurt in December. He was hurt in January. He was hurt a second time in January. Mm-hmm. He hurt. He got hurt again in early February. He missed a whole bunch of time after that. And when he finally came back, he got hurt again in May. Is this one year? Um, You might say this is one year, but I'm telling you that that's five different injuries. Calf, abductor, quad, Achilles, and groin. What I'm saying is I'm concerned. I can't possibly be all alone. I'm concerned that the Lakers paid him for last year's title and that they may not be able to get the best out of him going forward because he's potentially going to always be injury prone. That is my concern. Uh, So here's what I'll tell you. I am a big believer that the biggest predictor of future injury is past injury, okay? So I, I, I would agree uh, on that premise. Um, now, I do think that I have also seen, in, per- in particular, with the issue that you have, which is the falling, right? Hitting the ground hard, et cetera, et cetera. I think as you get older and slightly less athletic, okay, I think that you learn – how to not hit the ground as much. So I'll give you a perfect example, okay? I started covering the NBA in 2003. 
I was a rookie on the NBA. Dwayne Wade was also a rookie in the NBA that year. Dwayne Wade literally had a commercial about how much he felt. <laughs> okay? Uh, fall down seven, get up eight, whatever it was. Right? It was five and six, I think. But, yes, I remember it. Right. So, it was when he had Converse. When he was doing Converse before it was absorbed by Nike. And he had to adapt that style a little bit. He had to get what I call the old man game. And you know who was great at old man game before he started losing before he started to lose his athleticism completely? Kobe Bryant was great at that. Yeah. And I, I think that for big men, in theory, that transition should be a little easier for him. So while I do agree with you on the premise of the biggest predictor of future injuries, past injury, I do think he can adapt his style to play more of an old man game. But that needs to be a conscious decision on his part. And that could extend his career longer than people may think at the moment. And, and here's the other thing, Cap. Like, again, you got a ring out of it. Like, I, I don't know how realistic it is to say to sign anybody to a contract in the NBA that's less than five, that's five years or whatever, and just say, yeah, you're definitely going to get two rings. You got one. And if what you say is true, he is breaking down, there is an element of me that thinks that, thank God it happened. Because otherwise, this really would have been, not a waste, but it would have been a disappointment. But that's not the case. He showed up big in the playoffs, walked away with the Larry O'Brien trophy, and maybe it breaks down from here in terms of what his peak tip-top ability is. But there's still the trophy to show for the work. That's that's where I look at this. If I'm yeah, so you see this as like his current contract, his five-year deal that he signed last year after they won the championship. You see that as, hey, that that's gravy because they already won one with him. Not as On in, some level, because of the place that where the franchise was before yeah. LeBron and him got there, I really do think that. There was there, I don't want to say it saved the dignity of the, of the franchise, but it certainly saved the sort of, I, I didn't even know, the morale. You know yes. what I mean? If the Lakers don't win that championship last year and what's happening this year happens, we're looking at a completely different situation oh my in terms God, of yeah. how people feel. Yeah. You, you, we were exactly talking about right. Sean McVay earlier in Honeymoons. That, right. that, that year gives you this one year where people are disappointed. But, it, but if you would have been in year three of LeBron, okay, and year two of LeBron and AD and not won a championship, all of like you have like no idea what sports radio, sports television, the blogosphere, social media would be like right now. It would be on fire. Yeah, listen, I, I hear what you're saying, but, but what, what I think, Clinton, what, I, what I'm hearing you say, though, is this, is that you paid him and rewarded him, and then you just hope you still get some good stuff out of him. See, when I look back, and when Kobe signed his last, last deal, to me, that was the organization saying, you've already won titles for us, and we want to reward you. You're, you're part of the, the family for life. So it's the same thing that happened to Derek Jeter with the Yankees. He'd already won his titles and they paid him a lot of money later, which was yeah, but kind Cap, of- You're comparing guys that played their whole careers Co in one right, place to right, AD. Right, right. That's not fair patently to me. That's just not the and, same comparison. And, and, what and, I'm getting and, at and, is- and, and, Oh, no, no, wait, wait. And the other thing is this. You are paying those guys for past performance. Right, okay, yes. Right. Now, in AD's case, you are paying him for future performance. Correct, that's right. That's what I'm trying, that's precisely the case I'm building. Is right. that- Guys who were legends were paid for past performance. You've paid AD for future performance, 
And what I'm concerned about is, is that you may have spent the money because he won you a title or was part of winning you a title the year before, but you may not get the future performance you predicted because of injuries. That That's precisely the case I'm Right, but what were you going to do? What was your other option? You're going to let him walk? Well, I wasn't going to let him walk. Then? And I, and I, listen, I, my hands would have been tied like everybody else's hands. We then, want to keep I mean, them. And then, 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 the, then the point is moot. Because... Well, no, it's because I'm just making the point that I don't think that winning one title is, hey, we, we pay him and we say, hey, this is a huge success because we already got one. I think that you're looking for another, particularly well, while you still have LeBron. I, I, look, here's what I expectation. would say. I, I understand that the Lakers have won 16, or excuse me, 17 championships um, in their history, okay? And I, I, I know that it feels like it's easier than said than done, but if you really extrapolate that, right, out over the history of the Los right. Angeles Lakers, like, you know, yes, they've won the most, but, it, like, winning a championship is hard, man. Yeah, like, you know what I, I mean? Know, like, didn't, everybody, didn't everybody think that, well, the Lakers are just going to get healthy and then they're going to blast through? This gets well, back to no, our I didn't think that. You're well, talking to Gregory right now. Well, okay, listen. No, and I thought that. I thought they would get healthy. I thought that they could get healthy. And I thought they had enough time with a month to go in the regular season to get healthy, and it never happened. But sometimes that just happens. Um, it doesn't – like, here's what you're going to have next year. You're going to have LeBron James with – because the season's going to start on time, right? So LeBron James is going to have all of – uh, I mean, how long has he been out of the playoffs now? Since the end of May, basically? Call it two weeks, yeah. So he's going to yeah. have, you know, May to June, you know, late May 20-whatever to June 20-whatever. So May to June, June to July, July to August, August to September. LeBron James got five months off, okay? Anthony Davis is going to have five months off. Like, if you give those guys five months off, they should be fine, particularly LeBron. I mean, LeBron yeah. was the M- leading the MVP race before Solomon Hill rolled his ankle on, you know, or threw, you know, landed awkwardly or whatever it was that happened that rolled on LeBron's ankle in a way that um, I'm surprised LeBron came back from. <laughs> but it, 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 it just sometimes that happens. But if you give guys the requisite amount of time off, you're going to get the right – you're going to get them, like – Right, basically, is what I'm saying. KD, prime example, George. What's that? KD, KD, prime example. Correct, correct. Well, I mean, listen, KD, KD, I'll go back and look how many games he actually played during the regular season. So he missed a lot of games during the regular season, number one. Um, and, And his injury that he recovered from, didn't turn into five other injuries this year because they managed him because they did it the right way from the beginning and that's what i'm saying like that's why i asked that whole question like would you rather just let's just say you're rolling the dice with them for the next five seasons or you get one healthy win and you know you could win it because that's actually what happened the one year he was healthy it's an interesting exchange but it's a question of whether or not the value of what a player is over the course of his contract is worth the experience of all the time they're playing or just the rings, you know? And it's 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 an it's a very important question when you're looking at A D and what his time is, especially when LeBron's here. And yeah. you know, just last thing on on his whole um you know off season, George, you know, you're you're making this assumption and I think many of us would as well, which is hey, he's gonna have an ample amount of time off. He's gonna be able to get his body back together. And then next year he'll be fully healthy going into the season, where he really probably wasn't fully healthy going into this season. Okay. Um that may be the case, 
But I like I liked what Charles Barkley said a couple weeks ago, which is, dude, you got to change your off-season program. You got to change either your trainer. Sure, how all you those train. things have right. to be addressed. Like yes. all that's on the table. I'm not saying that that's not. I just said that as you get older, you have to adjust your Adapt. game. Yeah. Yeah. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. If you want to hop aboard and chime in on the discussion, all right. Let's get into this college football. Uh, playoff thing and how it benefits. It's a life raft, I think, for USC specifically and um, and the Pac-12. Plus, we've got some crazy good anniversaries today in movies and TV. We'll get to some of those coming up. Stick around. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Karaoke with yeah. Sadat. <laughs> Instrumental version. There we go. Uh. That was a good good selection. This song goes. Oh, no. Of course it goes. Absolutely. One time, one time, one time. It is such a good jam. It is a great song. I mean, it's a great song, the original song. This is a great rendition of it. Yes. Original song by Roberta Flack from? Let me guess. Wait, don't tell me. The D.C. area? Correct. The District of Columbia, the capital of the United States of America, the most powerful city in the world. What a guess that. <laughs> you set us up. Also, my hometown and right. my birthplace. Sidebar. That's all. <laughs> Were you born in the actual district or in the DMV? The district, sir. And if you ask me again, I would tell you the same to quote an old hip hop song <laughs> since we're talking about that today. <laughs> One time. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Definitely DC. George uh, Washington University Hospital. I was born a week before Ronald Reagan got shot and they took him to the same hospital. And how do I know wow, that? No uh, way. How do I know that? Because my mom, who was still in the hospital with me, Nearly didn't make it, because guess what happens when a president gets shot and you're in the hospital? All the doctors go tend to the president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, a good yeah. situation. So they were like, so. this young Yates, yeah. just, you know, he'll make it when he makes nah, it. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. You know yeah. what I mean? He'll be yeah. fine, too, yeah. I guess. You know. Wow. What's yeah. up with what are, Ronnie? What are they, what are they <laughs> all going to do? You need every doctor in the hospital? I mean, what are they going to do? Apparently, yeah. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. listen, you know, the 80s, buddy. You know, they just beeped every doctor. They just beeped every guy and said, "Get here, hurry up." Did we have pagers back then already? I don't know. Eighty one? I don't think so. No, Um, I don't. I don't think so. Beepers in the eighties? Maybe like people like very very high profile, you know, important people with a lot of money, perhaps. But doctors, definitely not the common folk, who would later become presidents, perhaps. But yeah, you know, right. So. Real quick, anniversaries today. Really good ones if you love movies, okay? Now, do we want to go oldest to newest or yes, newest to oldest? Always. Sure, sure, do that. Newest to oldest? No, oldest to newest. Oldest to newest. Okay, oldest. 
oldest anniversary today. The debut of E.T. 39 years ago. 39 years ago. Yeah. What year is that? 82? What, what year does that make that? 82? I can't do the math that fast. 84? Correct. 82, yes. 82, 82? okay. E.T. No, 82. 81, 82? 81, 82? Yeah. Drew Barrymore's first film, right? 82, 82, 82, yes. Is that right? Uh, Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Is yeah. that her first yeah. film? Correct? A- yeah. Elliot. Who's Elliot? I don't remember. Who's Elliot? He was the kid in no, the, no, that no, rode no, the bicycle no, that no, put no, E.T. No, no. in the, ca- in the no. thing. Who's the actor? We know Drew Barrymore oh, right away. The actor was? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't remember the actor for Elliot. His name was amazing? Henry no Thomas. His really? Name Henry what a, Thomas. What a famous role oh. that that kid played. Did he ever do anything else? I don't know. I don't know. If LZ were here, he'd tell me. Where's Henry Thomas today? Google says in the 80s and 90s, he sang and performed with the Texas based band, the Blue Healers, and continues to rock out in Los Angeles uh, with the Los Angeles band Far Speaker. Far Speaker. Is that with a translation? And reprised his role as Elliot in the 2020 Super Bowl ad. Translation counting his money. That's what that means. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I would. Yeah, good for him. Like, you know, you don't got to do anything else. You know, why not? You know, you're good. Far Speaker, it is. You know, right. <laughs> uh, all right. Next, next. Yeah. All right. Et eighty two. Thirty five years ago today. Thirty five mm-hmm. years ago. So nineteen eighty seven. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Do bow bow. Yeah. Um, it's a good movie, man. You. Uh, what's the guy's name when he walks into the restaurant? Abe Froman, the sausage Abe king Froman, of Chicago. The sausage king of Chicago. Yeah. Right. Just tell him. By the way, that movie, the storyline still holds up because plenty of kids skip school and try to not get caught. Well, not just skip school, but also try and, you know, talk their way into stuff on the phone. I mean, sure. Calling ahead to a restaurant is a great move, you know, and the Abe Froman thing. That was a that was a good teaching moment in my teenage years, 1987. This is the part where I remind you all exactly how black I am. Zero chance I've ever seen that movie in full. Just say what? Really? I mean, like you gotta understand. This is another one of those movies that just like, yo, bro, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was not moving the needle in my household, (laughs) and not with my friends either. That's no knock on it. I understand. I think you should watch it now and get like, we get like an honest review, like because I don't know. I, I mean, look, obviously, certain it's the '80s, right? So certain things right. aren't going to hold up. But I do feel like the general storyline of kids skipping school and trying to have a blast with his girlfriend is something that still holds up in my mind. I don't mind. disagree, but let me ask you this question, George, which is the question I ask for all of the movies of this era that I just bypassed because I didn't even know they were a big deal necessarily at the time. Are there any black people in that movie? I think the valet in one of the scenes is black. <laughs> okay, if I so you see, you see my point here. In yeah. those days, it just wasn't exactly a thing that was happening just because it happened. Actually, no, the valets were Hispanic now that I think about it. Yeah. Right. That's right. The yeah. guys who the guys who took the car and, and who took the car the on the yeah. joyride afterwards. <laughs> yes. See, so, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think. But whether, cousin, by okay. the way, that's that's the same thing, man. When you guys all are kind of like ridiculing me for not knowing in the Heights movie. You know, the, or the play, uh, you know. Listen, there's there's no shame in not knowing. There was a, a black person, a black guy yeah. in the movie, Who Larry Flash <laughs> Jenkins. Yeah, what did he play? He played as attendant's co-pilot. Now, attendant right. for what though? I'm guessing yeah. a non-speaking role in that situation, perhaps, or a one-liner. And I, that's not a knock. I'm just saying, like, no, no, you're right. Wonder 
why haven't you seen X and Y movie from the, I remember I was with, um, I was talking with Jen Latta, our colleague at ESPN about this on uh, Levitard one time. And I was like, she mentioned the Griswolds and I, I had to be reminded who the Griswolds were. And I asked her the same question. I was like, are there any black folks in those movies? And no. all of the entire people were like, oh, I can't really yeah. remember. And yeah, it's like, yeah, Griswolds, that's they, why I don't know vacation. what it is. Yeah. Those were good movies. Uh, all right, yeah. so let's go to the next one. The next anniversary is 22 years ago. Okay. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the original? Is, is, What's is that? The, is this the original one? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's... No, yeah, Heather... No, it was the second one. It's the sequel, he, yeah. I thought he, the Spy Heather Graham the is the second one, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. International Man of Mystery, I believe, was the first one. Okay. Yes. All right. So Anybody? this is the one with Heather Graham, which is all I thought all three of them were pretty good. Um, but yeah, so this is the second Austin Powers movie, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Which is the first? Which is the one with uh, Dr. Evil? Is that well, one they're or all two? with Dr. Evil. All oh. of them. Oh, they did? Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. I, maybe I stopped watching after this? one. Maybe yeah. I stopped watching after one. I've seen them all, seen but two. they all sort of represent themselves as the same movie to me. Oh, yeah, no time. doubt. No you know doubt. What I'm saying no, no, like, no yeah. yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah, no was doubt. the one million dollars? Uh, was that the first one? What? One, one million, million dollars. And then, the right, one? he was like, "That's not enough." Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, Elizabeth Hurley was the female lead in the first one. Heather Graham, and then of course Beyonce was the lead in the third movie. So. Um, oh right, I forgot yeah, wow. about that. Yeah, yeah, gold fact. I think yeah. it was called, right? Or Goldfinger? Goldfinger? Yes, that's exactly it was Gold Member. Yeah. That's exactly what it Gold was Member, right? Because Goldfinger is yes. the James Bond movie. It's the real right? movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Bond. I expect you to die. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh also today. 17 <laughs> That movie, funny though. Very funny. Very funny. Still, even the ones as they progress to your point, Clinton, even though it was the same kind of gags and jokes, still funny, even with the different yeah. casts. Okay. I thought still funny. Um, and then the last movie uh, anniversary we have today, Napoleon Dynamite, Vote for Pedro, 17 years ago. Classic. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen it a couple of times. Not your kind of movie. Though you kind of have an Uncle Rico vibe. You are Uncle Rico. You don't just you have an Uncle, Uncle Rico, Rico vibe. vibe. Yeah, you are yeah. 100% Uncle Rico. If there is a, like, a Halloween special where we all have to play various characters. You should be Uncle Rico. From the station. You are 100%. I could throw a football over them, their mountains. And that is arguably the best role in the movie, Scott. Don't take that wrong. No, no. Uncle Uncle Rico Rico is hilarious. Right. I mean, clearly this is a compliment. He's good looking. He's athletic. He's got a cool mustache, right? He did have a cool mustache. He did have a cool mustache. (laughs) I mean, clearly I have to be Pedro if we're doing this as as like a conglomerate here on the show in the station, right? (laughs) I'm the only Latino on the uh, male on the show uh, and on the shows. So right, it gets a little uh, dicey after that. But you got my yeah. point there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Central casting yes. provides us with Kaplan for Uncle yes. Rico. Yeah, <laughs> vote for Pedro though. That T-shirt was popular too. People bought that. As thing. was the dance moves that got yes. Pedro elected. So yes, you know? that's true. Yeah. Uh, Laura, were you a uh, Napoleon Dynamite person or no? I was so so. I wasn't like completely sold on it. I wasn't okay. huge on it. That was in a day when, um, let's just say, Granddaddy Purple OG used to visit me a lot more often. So that was a great <laughs> movie for that. Uh, yes, that is a that great movie for that state of mind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no question about it. A hundred million 
percent. Days and Confused is good there too. Yeah. And of course, um, you know the Dave Chappelle flick. Uh, what is uh, half baked? Half baked. Half baked. Yes. Yes. Kidding yes. Me? I was I, came I, for some reason the only school. that came to my yeah the only the only thing that came to my mind immediately was. Uh, Samson uh, in that movie. So that, the late great really Karen Williams just passed. He yeah. played Samson. Yes. He just passed away. Yes. Actor from the Mod Squad. Rest in peace. That guy yeah. had a great career and a great life. I love yeah. Days and Confused. That is that is an all time stoner movie. That is my favorite yes. movie. Period. Yeah. By the way. Um, all right. Huh. We're gonna play big deal or no deal on the other side. I promise you, we will get this damn college football story in if it kills me. <laughs> we will do that before the show is over. Uh, but we got big deal or no deal. And Laura has a crazy birth story. Not her birthing someone, her being birthed. Uh, so we'll have that for the way her mom. Uh, let's see if it rivals yours, Clinton. Uh, you know, although I, I find that hard to believe that it would rival yours. Yes. Uh, all right. All coming up in two minutes. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Time for Big Deal or No Deal. Speaking of big deals, if you want to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident, call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law at 800 800- 304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What do you got, Greg? What's right? All right, Clinton. Fast and Furious 9 comes out in exactly two weeks from today, and Vin Diesel is now coming out and saying that he will only, only do two more Fast and Furious movies before moving on to the franchise. <laughs> oh, no. I almost cursed. A long national I swear nightmare. to God. Oh my God! I almost said there's almost. I go there's only effing nine of them. That literally was about what was about to come out of my mouth. So, so Fast Eleven will be the end for Dominic Toretto. Is this a big deal or no deal? And yes, I did stress this, on the. This only. is a big deal to me in this regard. First of all, George just miraculously said something so genius. I don't even think he realizes it. This movie should be called Effing Nine, and it's not. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The Fast Furious. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? franchise mm-hmm. became cool once we realized that if every single name of every single movie is going to be so ridiculous that we have to show up and see it regardless of how absurd the storyline is like them trying to get involved with jurassic park or space or whatever the hell else it is you know what i'm saying i'll see them all right i'm the guy that will get banged up and go see a fast and furious movie on opening night and yell and scream at the theater just because i can okay but you've got to give me a better name what's the what's the last one called F9, that's it? I think it's, it's just, just Fast F9. and Furious 9, yeah. See, no, I need F and 9. That's what it should have been called. George was on to something there. So if they keep going and they keep with the absurd movie names, I'm in as long as we keep that bit up because ultimately we're just watching yeah. cars crash all over F- cities in F-ing America. 10. That's what it should be called the next one. Yes. F-ing 10, exactly. I love how Vin Diesel is telling us, hey, look, I'm out after 11. Like, wait, you got two more? Because what's he going to do? Yeah. <laughs> right. Really? Wow, man. I mean, that's that's quite a game plan. Um, I'm out on all these movies. I'm out on movies that have this many in a series. I'm out. So no deal. No deal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. No deal. I, I mean, you know I hate these movies. Like, what are you talking about? Like, seriously? Y'all hate fun. <laughs> so I'm glad Y'all you would be laughing. 
I'm, yeah, I'm going to watch all of them, so that's all I know. I hate Laura, these movies. They're so stupid. Laura, are you they are very stupid. <laughs> Hell no. I, I was like, cut me off at like, what was it? After, um, oh my God. Tokyo Drift or whatever it's called? Yeah, that one was bad, but I cried on one wow. of them with the Wiz Khalifa song. Uh, but yeah, yes, I, where Paul Walker passed. Yeah, where Paul exactly. Walker right. passed. I saw I that like, opening night in the movie theater. That's for the sure. last one I've seen. I'm like, I'm out. I'm okay. Yeah. No deal. Yeah. I like Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. I liked him He's as great. an actor. Yep. Yeah. All right, what's next? All right. Sedano, let's go to you for this one. Uh, rental vehicles in Hawaii are becoming more expensive and difficult to rent. So oh, tourists have resorted to renting U-Hauls for the day to make up for it. <laughs> now the Hawaii Tourism Authority is coming out and saying it doesn't condone visitors renting moving vehicles for leisure purposes. Ah. <laughs> is this a big deal or no deal? This is great. Um, it is a big deal because uh, what I am going to give people is a little bit of a life hack. Uh, there is a app called Turo, okay? That it is basically a, I don't know, Uber for car rentals, where people will rent out their own cars uh, in different cities for a certain price. So if they are out at National Rental Car or Budget or Thrifty or Avis or Hertz or wherever, you can just go on the Turo app and find what you need huh. there in any given city. So it's legit. Yeah, it's Turo? good. T U R O. T U R O. Yes. Mm -hmm. So huh. uh, those those people need to know better than renting a U-Haul and just getting the Turo app. Yeah. Let me let me piggyback on that. Forget about Hawaii. They got enough issues as it is. The people showing up there who don't know what they're doing. Please tell me more about the Turo app. Wait a second. Is there? Who's I, there? I, I pretty much kind of explained it. You go to a city, yeah. right? So have you, you used it? Is what I who's mean. There? Uh, I have not, but I have a. Who's ringing the doorbell? Who's there? Is somebody here? Is Michael there? I was I was wondering, can you do the same thing with like your side piece when you're not in town? Wow! Wow! <laughs> I mean, maybe. I just want to know, know how far this app works. You know how how malleable it is. Not not like that, boo. No. Not like that. No, just your vehicle, like just the, your car. It is the it is the marketed car. as the world's largest car sharing marketplace. It's not just things you can ride, LZ. It's your actual. Yes. Well, I was just wondering, man. I, that's why I'm asking questions. I'm doing it for the people. I'm doing yes. it for the people. Crazy. So, so for for example, right now I just clicked on Los Angeles, okay? Because it's got also okay. cities. I mean, you could type in a city, mm -hmm. but like you could rent a 2018 BMW M2. Someone is willing to do it for 117 dollars a day, and it's it has for 2018. 2018. Yeah. They want 100 yeah. and what? $117. Is that outside yeah, of your stunt no. budget, LZ? <laughs> no. No, no, that's a ridiculous price for a 2018. Yeah. So, yes, it um, is outside that of your stunt budget. was like a whole it, president ago. It, oh, okay. it, has, it has 280 trips. The car has five-star rating, a five-star rating out of five, 5.0. Oh, yeah. Is it clean? Does it smell good? I, I mean, apparently it must because, it, you, you know, people are willing to knock it on – these uh, ratings and rankings uh, fairly quickly. All right, George, I mean, so you're telling us something we've never heard of before. It sounds like LZ didn't know of this app. I didn't. Clinton I didn't. I did. Uh, yeah. Okay, Laura did. So, George, okay, have Clinton you... did. Fine. <laughs> yeah, Greg, why don't we do this? Get him like, as a sponsor. Has Turo. anybody used it? Has anybody I'll used look into somebody it. else's car? I, I, I have a friend who's used it. I Laura, have a friend. I have not yeah. used it. I have a friend that has two of, her, two of his Mercedes on it, so that's how I know of it. Wait, oh, you so you have a friend Mercedes? who's on the supply side. Why are you on the side? with us? Yes. 
yeah, he is on the supply side. And you know what though? Like it's legit. Like I've I haven't used it because I there's no need. But if you want like a nice car, like I've seen nice cars right. go for not like expensive prices at all. For a night, yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm curious if you were a used car salesman. Could you use your vehicles that weren't sold for this app and make some side cash? That's an absolutely genius concept. What kind of and they Detroit should all be scam doing are you trying to concoct? No, that's smart. Here. I'm in so, on that. So, Listen, LZ. you know I'm incognito. I'm always <laughs> right. I'm like, <laughs> I know a scammer when I see one. You know what so, I'm saying? So, and that so sounds LZ, like quite a plan. I, I got a, a matted Bentley Continental 2014. Okay. It okay. looks nice. Okay. okay. Only 82 trips. It's also what they call an all-star host uh, mm-hmm. on this app. Okay. Normally 400, but 352 a day for a Bentley, which actually, if you're going to rent high-end vehicles, that's a good price. Right. That's, that's called a great video. Price. Even though, price. I mean, it's 2014, so it's a little age, but the reality is, is that most people who are renting Bentleys don't know the differences between Bentleys, so it'll be <laughs> brand new to them. Right, and uh, Clinton, you brought up a great point, which is that's a music video rental. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, quickly, though. For those of us who are not in the business of not renting Bentleys, LZ, could you please inform us as to what that lifestyle is like? I'm just saying, if you're renting Bentleys for music videos, then you probably are buying Bentleys. True. Okay. Uh, So here's one, $40 a day. $40 a day. A Fiat 500. $40 a day. Yeah, a, a Fiat, a little Fiat. Five, what year? Know. What year? 2013. Yeah. Uh huh. 2013. How long are the longest rental real places? close to like George W. Bush territory? Like that's too too many presidents ago. Okay, I need here's to this. Be no older than second. You need to be second, like second tier Obama or younger. Okay, so look, there's a Dodge Challenger 2019, which you can get at any rental car place, $56 a day, which is comparable to what you would pay at, like, yeah, uh, that's true. Know, any that's What's the maximum else? lease or rent time? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't Like, really if I'm work. on vacation and I'm going to Malibu for two weeks, can I say, you know what? Hit me with the charger okay. for two weeks because I need to do some mid-level, mid-management pimping. You know what I'm okay. saying? Can All I right. get that for oh, two weeks? It's also from an all-star rate. host. Yeah, let me see. Okay. Hold on. Let me see what this we is do. Airbnb for cars. Is that what you're telling basically, me? Basically, yes. yes. Yeah. All right, so basically, two weeks. So t- starting today. Not as racist as Airbnb. That would be nice. Excellent point, LZ. Yeah. Thank you. I'm just, just throwing it out there. You know, yeah. if, if, if you're coming up with the idea, kind of leave the racism on the side. Right. Uh, so, so, all right, got, so here we go. So we've got um, 613 to 627. This okay. car isn't available at that at the dates and times you've selected. See, oh, that's, that's what I was thinking uh, is that you can't get that thing for more than two days because it doesn't become the same business plan for the people right. that are renting. This is just me venting about it. Not venting, but just thinking out Here's loud. A question. Does it operate in the same way that, say, like a Zillow where you can list either what you want or you can go to a map to see what's available in an area Ooh. where you would be? Yes, you can sort Ooh. by – but yes, there's a big map on my screen. Uh, on the right, the cars are on the left, and it has sort by price, book instantly, delivery. They deliver uh, distance, that's, and there's a bunch of other filters as well. That's excellent. So now you know where all the people are who are the real hustlers. So if you're single, you kind of know the neighborhoods where the grinders are. You kind of hang out in that area and kind of wait and see what happens. Or if yeah. you're a criminal, you know, you can also. Or if you're a criminal, criminal like, too. You know. 
I was trying to be just, positive, Quentin, but if you I, want I'm to just be saying, you brought up the scams yeah. earlier, LZ. You're the one telling inside the house stories outside the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 that is true. That would be true. That now, is it, good is to it, talk to you, man. Is it a thing where you pick up the car, George? Like, if, if the car is parked somewhere, do you have to have an interaction with the owner of the car? Or do you, like, just show up and there's some kind of way to get into the car? This is vital. Yeah. Um, let me see. Um, Can you do the no contact, the touchless? The touchless by the no way, I, I just found out they also have a Honda, a 1986 Honda for someone that wants to just drive something from the 80s. How much? Uh, which is kind of funny for $64 a day. That's a great uh, Kaplan bit right there. <laughs> I would pay to That's watch Kaplan drive around in an 80s Honda. And it, it's a stick shift. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a stick good. shift. Oh, I could rock That's that stick bit. shift. Yeah. With the Ferris Bueller um, soundtrack going, is that? I understand. This is what we do. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to. Look, I'd have to do a little research, LZ. I don't. I don't have that here in front of me. I love me. it. Uh, uh, that's okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's that a cool app. I still do wonder though if someone's developing something for their side piece. Because oh, I think if you can get Tinder, a no? sidecar in a side piece in a side city, that's a trifecta. What is your deal? How are you today, LZ? <laughs> <laughs> That, that, that was a trifecta. Can we say that again for those who aren't listening? Can we all lay out so we can hear this cleanly? Please say this again. Was, was that plan complicated? I thought it was pretty clear. Oh, all right. no? so side, side piece, sidecar, side city. I have that right? Right. And, there, and you so, there you go. And, and side note, I have something for you here, LZ. Uh, <laughs> go convenient on. delivery options. Add convenience and get your card delivered right to you. Many hosts offer delivery to custom locations or popular points of interest like airports, train stations, and hotels. Also, some cars, based on technology and how, you, how young they are, per se, uh, have something called Turo Go Remote Unlocking. Oh, yeah. Find book and Just unlock cars there, yeah. instantly mm -hmm. in Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, and London right from the Turo app. Oh. Turo Go lets you it's access cool. cars on demand and start your trip without meeting your host. So in other words, it basically allows you to unlock the car. Yeah, uh, the car smart. cannot be unlocked because the key is already inside. Yes. Yeah, um, and and George, then you George, I have to tell you, I initially thought you said churro, and I was like, that is really nice. They greet you with oh. churros when you get the no, car. No, no, that is so no cool. churros. Churros. What's happening churros. here? Yeah, there's a, there's a contactless, uh, contactless, sorry, I can't tell. Yes. Because my yeah. friend does it all the time. Yeah. He, so he there you doesn't go. meet cool. those people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Does he so hand if out you're churros, too, or no? no they no, may have churros, thing. perhaps. Not him, yeah. no. They have churros. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, George, and does it say you have to own the car outright? Or, like, if you have a lease on a car, because now I'm starting to think... Well, my this car's sitting in my driveway. Damn city, day. baby. <laughs> uh, I think you have uh, to own it. I don't know. I don't know what I that, can ask. I, you guys want me to find out? My friend has both of your them. Your unused. Like, Laura, like, like, like the real hustle is that you just buy a car. And you actually aren't leaving town. You're just letting people rent it to yeah, pay off that's, the carpet. That's, right. Well, he has two. He flat out bought him both of his Mercedes cash, and they're just making him money. Because right now, where he does, he has to be at home. Like He's never going back to an office. Uh, okay, he, here's, here's how your car is eligible. To list your car for rental on Turo, your vehicle's model year must be within the past 12 years. Plus, the car should have fewer than 130,000 miles. Your car cannot have a salvage or branded title, and the value of your vehicle cannot exceed $150,000. You can rent out leased or financed cars as long as it does not violate the terms of your agreement. Motorcycles, passenger vans, cargo vans, and vehicles intended primarily for off-road use are not eligible for the Turo app. None of this is as good as my still idea that I can't believe is not real yet, which is simply Uber convertibles. That's all I want.
I want to be able to pick a convertible when I want. Can we make that happen somehow, LA? Please it sounds like a really Uber smart convertible. Convertible. I, I mean, they'll idea. get there eventually. Sounds I mean, good. Uber's got a lot of different, like, That's all I things want. now, options now. That's all I want. But then do you need, like, Uber sunblock then, or do you have the B-Y-O-S-B? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing each <laughs> passenger is yeah. responsible yeah. for their own skin care, LZ, just like any other walk of life. Well, no, they put it in the car for you, you know? It's like a bottle of water. Yeah, like, the, yeah. like the hand sanitizers during the pandemic. Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of it that way. Excellent point. But yeah, Uber Uber convertible. Let me ride in the, you know, in the, in the drop top all the way to the LBC. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to do. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. But So, LZ, are you still there? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, 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 I am. So, you know, we were talking about this yesterday on the show with you, and we talked about it in our show meeting today. And, you know, Chris was on our show meeting today. And we, you know, Kaplan was basically describing the dump that uh, Sliwa and, uh, and, and Travis do, the Travis and Sliwa show each and every weekday morning at 9 a.m. from 9 to 11 here on 710 ESPN. They do it daily where there's to- the topics they didn't get to. So my workaround would be if you guys really want to do this and Kaplan seems to want to do it. And, and, you know, we have a ton of stories here that Greg can go through that we never yeah. actually got to. Uh, this week, we could do just a weekly dump. We could be constipated. What do you think, Elsie? <laughs> uh, get a sponsor. Get a probiotic like sponsor. Right. Yeah. We get a probiotic, right? Yeah. Like culturel. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The constipation yeah. brought to you by too much coffee. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Starbucks. So are, are, are you in on trying to do the weekly dump here for the next, you know, seven minutes or so? I, I am. I am. I okay. think that's a great idea. All right, Greg. So now we are constipated. We will have our weekly dump. Pick a uh, you know a number of different topics that we didn't get to that we had planned to get to, and each of us will have a you know quick thirty to forty-five second opinion on it. Go ahead. All right. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about this week that we missed was the best rivalries in sports. So LZ, you were talking about the Rafa versus Djokovic uh, rivalry. What is your favorite individual rivalry? My favorite individual rivalry would. Definitely, probably still be Ali versus Frazier. I think with all the politics around it, the energy around it, the number of times, and then the way that they both matured to become spokesmen in their own right, um, I just love, always love their story arc as individuals or competitors. I was going to go with Agassi Sampras. That was like really for me when I was really into tennis, and I loved that. Agassi was kind of the bad boy, the long hair, mm-hmm. the, the short shorts. And Sampras was the very vanilla, dry, no personality, but could really, really play. I loved those kinds of old school tennis rivalries. And I say old school because before that, it was probably McEnroe and Connors. But, yeah, I like Sampras versus Agassi because of the, the two sides of the coin between those two different personalities. So I will say, you know, Look, I'm a basketball fan, right? I I don't think you can tell the story of professional basketball in this country without the Lakers and Celtics. 
Um, yeah. if, if you look at just everything that, that's happened, right, the, they have 17 championships apiece. Uh, there's so many different characters and all the different evolutions uh, of this series from, uh, you know, Magic and Larry, before, you know, Bill versus Russell versus Chamberlain, right? Jerry West is, you know, uh, you know, got Pat Riley and Kareem and like so many different guys, Kobe and Garnett and those guys later. Like there's so many different iterations of it that I will go with that one. Clinton? For me, it is certainly Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Those two guys embody what is modern soccer for me from a club level and a national level. You got the Euros coming up right now if you want to see Cristo get one last run with Portugal, but they are their sport and have been for the past 10 to 15 years, and they've gone back and forth in terms of continental tournaments and World Cups, et cetera, et cetera, never mind the clubs. To me, that's as good as it gets. I don't know, okay. LZ. I mean, individual athlete, boxers, tennis players versus individuals on a team sport. I mean, I could give you Tom Brady, Peyton Manning was a great rivalry. I, I just kind of thought we were going individuals here. I didn't know we were I going mean, I, Okay. I mean, Greg said in sports, but, I mean, if we're doing individual, I mean, then that, that's – I said individual. individual. That's a very limiting, you know – uh, I didn't hear indivi- the word individual, but that's fine. I did, but I mean, I, I thought we meant between individuals as opposed to of only individual non-team sports, but whatever. That's All fine. Right, so this We're is, this is going to okay. be our, our weekly dump. What's, well, what's... then I'll give you Magic and Larry. How about that? There you go. I don't know if that counts. Why not? Saying. They played yeah, each other in college and the pros a million times. But they played you want to do Brady and Manning, why doesn't Magic and Larry well, count? They, they didn't because... really play each other. <laughs> Well, no, they did guard each other and play. George, each other. I'm with you. It counts. Okay, so I, I, I vote Sedano on this one. Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> All right, we'll go to you, Clinton. Uh, He-Man Revelation, the cartoon, is coming out July 23rd on Netflix. So what is the best animated adult series? Oh, I got this one. What did uh, you say? Hold re- on. I heard the first part. Repeat the second part. The question is, what is the best animated adult series? Oh, adult. this is a lead pipe lock and I will explain something to you all very simply. Not only is it the best animated adult series of all time, it is the best sitcom of all time. It just happens to be animated. That would be King of the Hill. Okay? It's as simple as that. I'll talk to you guys later. That's what I'm saying. No, It's the best show me. you've ever seen. It just happens to be animated. Remember that. It's I'm not a cartoon. The, it's I animated. was never a King of the Hill guy. Um, not my thing. You weren't um, a fan of propane and propane, propane accessories? What? <laughs> no. I, 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 you know, to me... To me, I Great mean, look, bit. The Simpsons have the longevity, right? Family Guy kind of brought a different dynamic to just kind of the, uh, <laughs> the, the I guess, potty mouth natured of it all. Uh, and then if you go on cable, like South Park, you know, takes that to a completely different level. Um, but I actually am going to go with the one I tend to enjoy the most right now. Um, and maybe there's some recency bias here, but it's Rick and Morty. I can watch Rick and Morty all day. Every day, it is hilarious. That's a good show. Um, it's a super. I mean, look. It, perhaps if you are in an altered state of mind, it's even better. Um, <laughs> but I, I am going with Rick and Morty. I don't know why, but I'm not into any of these animated adult shows. So the last one that I can even remember watching that was animated was Beavis and Butthead. Does that okay. count? That counts. All right. There you go. So I just finished up the Invincible series. Oh. Okay. Um, which is it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But I'm going to go back with Clinton. I thought King of the Hill, out of the, especially that time period, adult sort of animated series, was so smart. Thank you. And their approach to the joke. 
you, you know how much that just made my week, LZ, for you to agree with me on such a particular point about my own tastes? Thank you for being a gentleman <laughs> of distinction like myself. I appreciate it. I mean, I mean but, but Clinton, I mean, really? Like, seriously, like the approach yeah. they were making to certain jokes, you didn't see coming for the first 10 minutes. So for like a 30-minute <laughs> sitcom, not to see a joke coming for 10 minutes was brilliant. It's a great show. Mike Judge, shouts to him. Uh, my judge could he's very good. He also created Beavis and Butthead, right? Correct. So, uh, Hank Hill I, was a character on Beavis and Butthead before the show became. That's right. That It was a spinoff of Beavis and Butthead, yeah. yes. Uh, next, Greg, what's next in the weekly dump? All right, so Jeffrey Tubin was fired not too long ago Ugh. for being kind of inappropriate on a kind Zoom of. call. And he's back not at kind CNN. Of. No, 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 not kind of. Definitively inappropriate. Yeah, yeah it was very, definitively. Yes. Very, very yeah. inappropriate. Generally, we would all agree with that as being inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's back at CNN eight months later. Laura, he had an interview on CNN. Can you play a little bit, please? This is his first appearance back you on CNN. Were on a Zoom call. In October, you were on a Zoom call with your colleagues from the New Yorker magazine. Everyone took a break for several minutes, during which time you were caught masturbating on camera. Uh, you were subsequently <laughs> fired from that job after 27 of years of working there. And you, since then, have been on leave from CNN. Do I have all that right? Um, you got it all right. Sad to say. Okay, so let's start there. Okay. Um, to quote Jay Leno, what the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much. And um, it was something that was inexplicable to me. I think one point, I, I wouldn't exactly say in my defense, because nothing is really in my defense. I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. You so, thought that you had turned off your camera? Correct. I thought that I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, Bruh. that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and indefensible. But, I mean, that, that, is, part of, that, that is part of the story. Um, and, you know, I have spent the seven subsequent months, miserable months in my life, I can certainly confess, um, trying to be a better person. I mean, in therapy, trying to do some public service. Um, All right, that's good. You can bring it down. So, Sedano. Continue to do. Working on a new book. Sedano, is there anything more embarrassing than what Jeffrey Tubin just did? I mean, short answer, no. Absolutely not. I think his apology is embarrassing. In my defense, I thought I was off the Zoom call. I mean, yeah, right? I mean, he certainly, nobody was going to do this with all their colleagues, right? I mean, it's just like, hey, we're having a meeting. Okay, we're going to a break. I need a little personal five-minute vacation. I'm comfortable where I am. Oh, sorry, didn't know the camera was on. I mean, That can't yeah. happen, right. Yeah, no, and LZ, I, I actually take this from a different standpoint, too, which is like, look, if you're going to put this guy back on the air after such an episode, we don't need to talk about it. We know what happened. Y'all are already making clear you don't care by having him on there. It's not like this is some large mea culpa that's going to make everybody say, oh, now we understand, Mr. Tubin. Welcome back. Like, it was disgusting at the time. He basically ends up getting away with it. I'm not really sure why this needs to be discussed on air at all. As sort of funny haha as it might seem from the tone of their voices, I don't know. It didn't smell right to me at all, Elsie. He was tubing it. I, I am completely on your side. That is exactly what I was going to say, which was the embarrassing part was that my former colleagues at CNN thought this was a good idea. Yeah. Whoever was in charge of this thought that getting on board the two-end apology tour was a good idea when you're supposed to be covering serious news. That, that to me, is the embarrassing part. 
All right. Well, LZ, yeah, we, we got up. we got to run. Um, it was good to hear your voice. Um, you know, thanks for hanging out with us. For Have a, a great bit. weekend, LZ. Thanks, guys. You as well. Um, I got you on the scam a- detail. I got you on the scam details after we get off air, LZ. Yeah, Enjoy. and and, and <laughs> go up, go go get the Turo app. Download the app. See what you can find. All right. Uh, Clinton Yates, thank you so much for hanging out today for LZ. No problem. No problem. Always appreciate thank it. you, Clinton. Yeah, we have fun when you're here. I mean, not that we don't have fun every day, but it's nice to have. No, I get it. I appreciate it. Nice. You know, I might I might actually be going to a Dodgers game next week, so I might have some updates next week. Look yeah. at that. I may maybe I'll see you tomorrow, Clinton. Perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Uh, Greg Kaplan, great job as always. Much love, everybody. Have a great weekend. Greg and Laura, great job. We will talk to you on Monday. See ya. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.